Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, um, I'm Amanda, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Erica. Hi, guys. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And today we actually have a special guest, um, our friend Amy, who I refer to as the online dating ninja because I feel like she is always having great uh, interactions with people online. And she's like, she'll get on the dating sites and then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm like talking to all these guys. And oh, yeah, we're like, we're going out. And I'm like, what? How? How? How are you doing this? I am not doing this. So, um, so we've invited Amy today to talk a little bit about her background, but before we do that, Erica, is there anything that you want to say? How are Um, you doing? Besides Amy, like awesome to see you and to talk to you and to get words of wisdom for you and first guest, like on the podcast. I, I am honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. This is awesome. Well, yeah, we are so happy to have you. So I guess what I'm going to ask you first is just to give us like a brief, you know, background to like you online dating and why you choose to online date and kind of your dating background. Just just real quick. Well, I think I put out my first online. I actually I put up my first online dating profile when I was in college. I think I was like 21 or 22. And I started online dating just because I was not really a bar fly and I didn't go out a lot and I'm socially awkward and kind of a dork. So I found that it was a lot easier to communicate with people online because you can really get to know someone. Of course, there there are pitfalls to either one of those things, but uh, I've, I've had a whole lot better luck with online dating. Recently, uh, I've kind of because of the quarantine I've been online dating a lot more it's just it's kind of interesting now because uh, hopefully this is the time for all of us introverts to shine all of us linguistic people to come out and write our sonnets to each other since we have to woo each other with words instead of sexy looks now we've got to back up the back it up with some words and and uh, poetic something or other So that's actually like why I wanted you on here, because I, even though I am an introvert and I'm actually not very good with sexy looks, I also feel like I'm not necessarily like good at getting these good conversations that you're talking about, how you can really get to know somebody on online dating. So I guess that's my first question. Like, how do you approach questions and like intros? Do you respond to like most anybody who reaches out to you, like how quickly do you get into like a deeper conversation? Like what, what does a normal conversation on, on an online dating platform sort of look like for you? I actually, this sounds really, really immodest, but I don't do a lot of looking on online dating. I feel like, I feel like this is true for all women that we get so many responses from people that we spend like me personally, I spend most of my time replying to people and looking at other people's profiles that have reached out to me. I look through the questions that people ask to see, okay, are we going to agree on things? And I kind of, I don't really pay attention to the percentages like, oh, you have a 95% match with this person. Well, if they've only asked three, answered three questions, then that doesn't really give an accurate read. But I will respond if 
they ask me a question or if they bring up something from my profile where it's like, hey, they mentioned this obscure thing, so they must have read my profile. That means they're interested. If it's just like, hey, how are you? They have they better have something really interesting on their profile for me to be able to write back and be like, hey, what's going on? I saw you like alligator wrestling. You know, it, it's. <laughs> Is that like based on a true profile? No, actually, okay. <laughs> I, if, if I met someone who was an alligator wrestler, I would be all over that. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I think it it doesn't really since I have a background in creative and I look at the I'm I'm very super critical of people's profile photos because everybody kind of has the same generic photos. Let's stand in front of a mirror without our shirt off or I'm holding a phone in front of a mirror in a fancy suit or I'm taking a selfie in my car. You know, there's the photos usually don't do people justice because people don't know how to shoot photos of themselves. So I think everybody's photos kind of look awful. (laughs) So, so that's where it's really important to me to actually have some content in the profile that draws people's interest. And I, I will go through and see what someone wrote to me and then look at their profile and if they've actually got it filled out and there's something um, something to write back and ask questions about. Also, brevity is not my strong suit, so I've got a lot of a lot of fodder on my profile for people to, you know, if someone can't find something to talk to me about on my profile, then it's a failing of theirs. So then, um, I guess your profile, like, it sounds like it's really pretty well filled out. Yes. So more than just like a list, because what I've noticed is a lot of people will leave their profiles like not very filled out, but then they're they'll like list every TV show that they like, thinking, oh, well, someone will be able to say like, oh, you like Community, so do I, so I'm gonna talk to you about Community. So do you feel like in your profile you have stuff beyond that kind of, I don't want to say superficial, but you, you know, you remember that, that saying. Uh, don't tell someone, show someone. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel. There, there's the difference between someone who filled out a profile and someone who said, I filled out my profile and this is why I'm more interesting than everybody else. It's right. like you, you kind of have to put that little extra spin on it. It's like, oh, yeah, I like going to Cardinals games. Okay. You and everybody else who likes baseball or you know, thank God the Cubs won the series. Um, uh, you know, it's like, okay, well, you like baseball. America loves baseball. Tell me something specific. I play baseball in a, I play softball in a summer league with my friends and we drink beer. See, now that you've added another detail to it, you've added a personal you know, personal detail that someone can talk to you about now. It's like, oh, well, I play league sports too. Or you have to add something to your profile that's a little bit personal so people can establish that, you know, this is why I'm cool. This is why I'm different. This is why you should write to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think my theory is is that 
just from the women that I'm friends with who I know have profiles, I think for the most part, women do that more than men. Like I when agree. I'm looking at men's profiles, it's it's either the really short, like, oh, well, ask me anything. I'll tell you whatever. Just message me. And it's like, I hate come on. That. On my list of online dating profile pet peeves, that one is one of my top five. <laughs> yeah, mine too. I mean, I, I I I prefer it more when they're like, oh yeah, I like I like baseball and hockey and beer, and it's like, okay, at least you're being honest about who you are. And even though I like some of those things in moderation, like if that's the only thing that's on your profile, probably we're not going to hit it off, right? Hit along, yeah. And so I I appreciate that enough, even though it's infuriating, because it's like maybe they are, do have really a lot more to offer than that. I'm sure they do. Everyone does. But they don't give me anything to work with. And I feel like... Exactly. I feel like it's it's just annoying because women, I think, give all of that for, for... And I'm being so... I'm totally overgeneralizing and I'm being super heteronormative and like, I apologize for that, but it just seems like from, from my perspective, women give those details and then we're getting messages like, Hey, you're so pretty or look at those blue eyes. Meanwhile, like I would want to write out, write to more guys if there was anything in their profile that I could say, cause I'm not going to send a message that says like, hey, you know, brown eyes, like, what's up today? Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I I kind of, uh, anytime someone writes something like that to me, I kind of roll my eyes, and that's where it falls back to the, okay, you better have something interesting to say in your profile, because then I can at least write something sarcastic back, because I just don't, respond well to hey you're beautiful it's like um okay thanks there's a lot more than just beauty here you know yeah I I just said like somebody and I think I said this on last week's podcast um and I was just getting really annoyed at those messages and so I wrote back to one of them like yeah thanks I get that a lot and (laughs) I was just like (laughs) you know because it's like, what else am I supposed to say to that? You know, it's, I'm not going to say, oh, you think my eyes are pretty? Want to come over? Like, <laughs> no, I, I need a little bit more than that. I guess, you know, it's it's got to work some of the time, right? <laughs> Maybe not us, but somebody else. But um, I'm not really, like, impressed with you guys because, like, the, those are the those I got like hey sexy lady I'm like nope like don't even respond because it like to me it's like the internet version of like somebody like catcalling you you know yeah. on the street and I'm just like it is it's like this is the best you got this is your, this is you this is your opener because like no man come on yeah you know? and and that's why I don't normally even respond to them but I think I was just like okay like I I just am gonna say something to this guy because it's like why? Why are you sending this message? And then he just responded, you're welcome. (laughs) 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 At least he's polite about it. That's nice. I mean, I don't know if it's true for everybody, but I tend to respond well to humor because I kind of take the whole online dating thing in stride and I do make fun of myself a lot and I make fun of online dating and 
I'm, I actually got a joke recently. Someone said, excuse me, I'm writing an essay on the finer things in life and was wondering if I could interview you. And I wrote back, have you got any toilet paper? Because I could totally be your Princess Charmin. <laughs> How was that? That's bad. <laughs> and I totally stole that joke. I wish I could say that I came up with that, but I totally stole that. And I unfortunately don't know who to credit right now. <laughs> That's all right. So how was it received? Did you get a reply? I did. I've not logged into my account right now, so I can't specifically say what he wrote back. But I, I feel like a lot of the conversations have been pretty uh, quarantine and COVID-19 based. So it's always like, hey, how are you doing? Do you like this, you know, handling the self-isolation okay? <laughs> like uh yeah I'm kind of liking it because I'm an awkward introvert who doesn't like to leave the house you know it's cool for me um so that was the uh quick question so like have you used the like the goofy jokes have you used that before and if so like what's the ratio of uh response like especially for like kind of quality guys and that guy's like oh I'll just play along because she's talking to me I mean have you gotten good feedback from that actually the last person I dated and by dating, I'm going to say it was like a six-month relationship. And we actually first started talking, but we both were trying to come up with the worst pickup lines we could possibly think of. So that was sort of how our dialogue started. Every, every conversation would start with a bad pickup line. And of course, they just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Of course, now I completely forget all of my really bad pickup lines. <laughs> but that's story. a cool way to kind of like just start joking around with somebody is doing that. And that's a fun thing that like you can always kind of go back to if there's like a lull in the conversation or like if you haven't talked for a couple of days and you're like, well, how am I going to get back into this conversation? You can like throw out, you know, a lame pickup line. So that's kind of cool. And the funniest thing was when we met for our first date, by mutual agreement, we both said, okay, save your absolute best, worst pickup line for the date when we meet. So we met for brunch, and we both got to the point where it was like we were both just like, you know, wanting to get settled in because we both wanted to spring these bad pickup lines. <laughs> That's awesome. And we had, we both had the same bad pickup line. That's what. No, no kidding. Yes. What was it? So you're, this is the one where you have to do it in person. You lick your finger and you wipe it on someone's shirt. And then you say, let's get you out of these wet clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's so bad. That's so good. And of course, it's at the same, you know, we're like trying to look, we're both licking our fingers at the same time. And then we look at each other and both burst into laughter. So. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So I feel like you do a good job. It sounds like of, of like getting the funny in there with the serious. Cause you also, when you're, before you meet offline, do you also feel like you kind of get into more serious conversations? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I, I tend to be more on the present circumstances excluded, I tend to take more time and have lengthier conversations before I meet someone in person, just because I kind of like to know a little bit of background and have some more information 
feel like I know someone to kind of hopefully avoid some of those awkward lulls in the conversation. You know, I wanted to say one thing. The, the biggest thing for me, and especially with uh, trying to start a conversation, I cannot stress open-ended conversations enough. I hate it when you try to talk to someone and you're like, hey, how are you? And it's like, oh, I'm fine, thanks. Okay, where do you go from there? Instead of, I'm fine, thanks, how about, the weather is really great today. I've got this thing happening this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. What are you doing? You know, it's like really, really hard for people to understand open-ended conversation. Yes, that's definitely been my experience. And I think Erica and I talked about this a lot um, on the last couple episodes, but just where it feels like we're we're the ones having to kind of come back with the conversation and ask the questions. And it's like, how hard is it to even just say, and you like, you know, like the, a lot of the guys that I've been talking to, it's like, even when they are the ones that approach me, like I had this one guy, Oh my God, he, he was messaging me constantly and he would just be like, how's Amanda today? Or what you thinking? Or, How's your day? And it's like, do you have any questions beyond that? Like, I I don't know how to answer yeah. that over and over again. That's something it's that actually engages my interest. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's sort of like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy here. It's like taking your car to a car wash and getting the cheap wash or the, the deluxe wash. You know, it's like, Instead of just skimming the surface, how about, you know, really getting in there and getting into the nitty gritty and, and trying to engage and get get the little nuggets and morsels out that, you know, that will get people interested and get, you know, get get the dirt. So do you feel like the guys that you're talking to do a fairly good job because you just I'm assuming you just stop talking to them if they're not. But, like, do you feel like when you're engaging in conversation back and forth that you're both asking questions? Or do you feel like the guy is driving it more for you? Uh, It's kind of a case-by-case basis. Some people are a little bit harder to talk to. Um, Some people are pros. Like, some people just, they have such a grasp and they can start a conversation about anything. You know, they could strike up a conversation with a brick wall, probably just because they're they're good at asking questions and they seem genuinely interested. I mean, we're all stuck inside, so I kind of opened up the parameters on my search right now. So it's like, if anybody who... I, I was talking to a hot guy in France for a while. Um, there, I'm talking to a guy who is a cross-dresser and he's brand new to it and he's kind of unsure and... He's like, yeah, I'm just looking for friends to talk to. And it's like, it's kind of cool because I'm meeting a lot of people right now that aren't necessarily a mutual or a a romantic interest. But, you know, some people, whether it's romantic or otherwise, I think some people just are better at conversation and just talking to people, whether you are interested in starting a relationship with them or trying to decipher if you want a relationship with them just being able to talk to people any people is so beneficial you Mm -hmm. know just having conversations makes you so much 
makes it a lot easier for you to talk to people that you do want to get involved with. So what tips do you have for somebody who maybe is struggling on this front? When I do look at people's photos, I almost do their photos like um, those books where it's like, or I spy or whatever it is. Like I'm really nosy about photos and I look at people's photos and if I find, if I see one that's kind of interesting, I'll ask questions about their photos like, oh, hey, you know, what were you doing here? Or uh, this looks like a fun place. Where was it? You know, just something kind of in their profile, like those little nuggets like that you can jump on, like the alligator wrestling. So where did you go alligator wrestling? Or how did you get into that? Um, yeah, it's like the where's Waldo, you know, you find these little things and try to hold on to them and sort of pull it out. That would be one of my tips. Um, what else? I do that with the photos. I do that with the profiles. Um, uh, yeah, the open-ended questions. That's a good one. And sometimes you just have to throw in the towel because it's more effective talking to a brick wall because these people just won't open up and say anything to you. Actually, that's that's awesome because I was about to ask you, like, at what point you're like, this isn't working, you know, and what do you do? Like, do you, how do you exit, like, from that graceful leap? You decide, like, it's just, it's not working. I am not good about just saying, okay, great, you know, take care. I, I'm really bad about, I'll just either not respond or, you know, I'll be like, oh, hey, that's great. And then it's like, I kind of purposely say something really inane so that they don't write me back. <laughs> I'm a horrible person for doing it. But no, no, a lot of people don't do it. <laughs> that's normal because you don't really want to hurt somebody's feelings. I was having this conversation with one guy and he, uh, I, my sleep schedule has been really weird because I've been going to bed really late because it's not like I have anywhere to be right now. So um, I was up really, really late and the guy said, oh, yeah, I've, I need to go to bed. I have to be up at 6 a.m., you know, and it's like, oh, got to work in the morning. And I said, oh, are you an essential worker? I said, oh, what kind of work do you do? Are you essential? And he's like, haha, my boss thinks so. It's like close-ended question okay how do I move forward with this so it just the conversation kind of just naturally died off and I never I can't remember if I last wrote or he last wrote but it's just I feel like you kind of know when the conversation is dying if someone doesn't write back within a certain amount of time but yeah I I don't uh physically announce that I'm done talking I just disappear (laughs) I do but I feel like I'm as I've been having more conversations it's like it depends like if I've had some quality back and forth and then I'm just not Mm -hmm. feeling it I do say something but if it hasn't been anything quality but I have noticed a couple guys being like so I guess are we just done talking then and it's like well yeah I mean literally you've given me like two line answers to everything, not ask me any questions. Right. Like, I, yeah, I'm done. This is work. You're not, I assumed you weren't interested because right. you didn't ask me anything about myself. And 
I try to give people the benefit benefit of the doubt that it's not easy for some people and that it's hard for some people to open up and and especially right now it's I think a lot of people have this oh well I'm better in person okay well we can't do anything in person right now so you can't rely on your go-to you should meet me because I'm hot if I did meet you and you're hot it's unlikely that it's going to go anywhere if you can't hold a conversation. And then that kind of goes back to the why I tend to have a long vetting process. I want to know that I'll be able to talk to this person, even if it's, even if it doesn't go anywhere, chances are at least we'll have a, you know, nice time chatting or something and it won't be really weird and awkward. You know, it's, it's weird and awkward enough on online dating before you meet someone. (laughs) So, like, of the ones that that you have, like, successfully talked to and, like, eventually at least met, if just just once, like, in real life, um, was there, like, how did you know? Like, was it just, like, enough of the vetting or where you're like, okay, I'm done, like, talking, you know, and, of course, it's still going to have to be, in this case, I'll have to be a video chat as opposed to meeting in person, but... Like at one point, or you're like, you know what, I'm done with the the texting. Let's totally see what each other, you know, and hear each other's voices and mannerisms and stuff. And do you ask or do they ask? Or is it kind of who decides to move it to the next next level? Nine times out of ten, they do the asking. I I let them do the pursuing. I'm trying to think of an instance where I was so excited to meet someone and I can't think of anything. I, I'm kind of stubborn and hard to move. And it's like, you know, you, you exchange three lines of text with someone and they're like, Hey, let's meet. It's like, um, okay. What did you have in mind? And they're like, how about tomorrow? And I'm like, how about next week? I, I, I try to kind of compromise a little bit so I can, buy a little time to kind of ease myself into these things. Whenever I met pickup line guy, I remember we met for brunch and the date went so well that I actually, we had, we had already said, okay, we need to plan for the next one. And we didn't really have a set date in mind, but it was like, we agreed that we were going to do something. Well, I heard back from him later that same day and he's like, well, what are you doing right now? I'm like, uh, nothing. And he's like, you want to go to a baseball game? So we ended up going to a baseball game later that same day. It was really, really bizarre. And the first time I'd ever had two dates with someone in the same day. But <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain what chemistry feels like, because I imagine it's different for every person. But it's one of those things where you just know it's like if you're having a conversation with someone and the words just don't flow and it's like, you know, the, the conversation feels like work. I kind of translate that to, well, if I meet this guy in person, it's probably going to feel that way in real life, too. Whereas some people you talk to, it's just like you can talk about anything and nothing. And then you're like, wow, that was really awesome. And 
you could just talk about the most completely random crap, but you had a great time doing it. Whereas you talk to someone else about the same random crap and it feels completely different. I, I don't know how else to explain that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It's just, it. some conversations are easier to have than others. Now, I was just going to say like, and especially with online dating, do you, do you find uh, there's like a certain type that you tend towards Aside from like people who, like don't post pictures of themselves, you really don't have anything to go on. Do you do you find like the ones that you say yes to? Like, is there a certain a certain theme about them? And you know, and it may not necessarily be physical, but you know, is it like, or is it just like picking up on stuff in their profile? Like, a, you're able to see their sense of humor, or maybe it's because they're cute and they're funny, or looking at my past exes. X's, I definitely have a physical type and there there are some similar personality traits um it's not the the physical looks isn't as big of a thing for me anymore but I definitely tend to go for more cerebral types you know guys who have a grasp of the the English language um my, one of my favorite memes says, beauty may be dangerous, but intelligence is lethal. Mm. <laughs> so I I tend to be drawn to intelligent people, people who are well-spoken and eloquent. Now, granted, I, I tend to talk to those types more, but my, my biggest complaint about online dating is that I'll connect with someone on an intellectual level, but I won't find them attractive. Or, you know, you see a really hot guy and then you realize, wow, he's a really crappy person. You know, it's like there's multiple levels of attraction and it's hard to find one where you kind of connect on all the, the requisite levels. But in, well, intelligence grabs me before looks, I think. I think adding to that, like the looks on online dating are so one dimensional, right? So it's like, I can think of cute guys like, take bad photos. Cute guys take bad photos. And then also like sometimes it's the mannerisms of somebody that makes you be like, oh, that's adorable. Like, right. It isn't always just like, are they picture perfect? But it can be those smaller things, or it might be like, you know, oh my God, their hands are so sexy or like, (laughs) right. I mean, like there could be, it's like, there could be those things that are not going to come across on the pictures that that do in real life or like how they laugh. Like my, it could either be a huge turn on or a huge turn off. Right. And so for me, that's what's difficult is kind of Either they take a really good picture and you have a certain expectation, and then when you meet, it's like, oh, or they don't take that great of a picture, and so you don't give them the chance that they need, but they could have been, like, awesome and adorable and super sexy in person. Right. This is even farther back. My The longest long-term relationship I had, the person was... Older than I had kind, he he reached out to me and then it was like, oh, wow, he's a lot older than I would normally go for. Oh, he's not really that good looking and he's really far away. Why do, why should I meet with this guy? And it's like, oh, he wrote me a really, really nice email. 
And when I met him in person, it was like, oh, my God, he is so much better looking than his photo. Yeah. I was going to say, I want to keep talking to you, but I think we're running out of time, believe it or not, on this podcast. But we'll definitely have you back because I feel like this is a great conversation and I'm sure there's many more. Um, Ninja part two, the vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for being on. Any final thoughts from you, Amy? Everybody stay safe. Keep quarantining. We'll do, I, I want one, I want someone to go on a virtual date because I've not tried any virtual dates yet. And I'm kind of a little bit afraid to venture into this category. I don't want to have, I feel like I might be the guinea pig here to try the, the virtual dating. <laughs> Well, I think that might be a topic on one of our upcoming podcasts. So, uh, yes. Um, Erica, any any final thoughts from you? Um, for me, no. But I do like the tips and like hearing from the master herself. <laughs> and uh, you guys do you're super me. awesome. Oh. And what you, like <laughs> you guys honor me. <laughs> And I guess once we do it more, we'll probably be like, so Amy, what about blah, blah, blah? What did you do? And, you know, like, if this thing happened, what would you do? You know, like, try to get into the mind, you know, (laughs) get all the hot tips. So you should probably start your own, like, some sort of consultant, like, online dating service, like, what to do, what not to do. Like, you should have virtual seminars and, you know, you. (laughs) I would sign up. Yeah. I actually do think I'm going to have Amy uh, look, critique my pictures on my, on my page. I'll probably have her do that this week. So we'll have to go into the whole, um, how to edit your photos without Photoshopping them into unrealistic territory conversation. Yeah. I mean, the only photo editing I know how to do is cropping or Instagram filters, which I don't think I'm using any Instagram filters on any of mine, but anyway, so to be continued. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Pleasure to be here. Looking forward to the next round. You guys take care, stay safe. Uh, Hopefully we'll see everybody soon. All right. Back at you. Now just have to figure out how to stop recording. (laughs) This is how we end everyone. Her is like, how do I turn this off? (laughs)